Welcome back to the Pog Closet. I am your co-host, Ryan Phillips. And as always, joined by the illustrious, the magnanimous, Andrew Tuck. What are we doing, Tuck? We're not here to fuck spiders, Ryan. We're doing a podcast. Call back. Yeah, that, yeah, there you go. That podcast is Tuck and Rolls. We're a movie pod, movie slash pop culture podcast by a guy that likes movies. That's me and a movie guy. That's you. Hey, buddy. Let me be the first to wish you a happy new year, kind of. That's <laughs> right. Great. Thank you. And you know what? I am, even though through the uh, time travel magic that is, you know, recording and editing on different dates, it's not technically New Year's. But I am hungover, so it's like it's got a. I've got. I'm bringing a New Year's energy, you know. Yeah, that New Year's vibe. NYE, big New Year's energy. B N Y E E. Sure. My, I think my doctor said I had B Y N E. No, sorry, he said I had low T. Low T. It's different. <laughs> well, 2021, as we've discussed, year of tuck and rolls. I keep saying that till that catches on. But we're also gonna like try a few new catchphrases, and I was. That's why I threw in that we're not here to fuck spiders. You like that? I don't. No, yeah. I don't like it at all. Okay, uh, not gonna use that in the next intro, right? Like this is how we get better. Tough we'll break, Australia. We don't like your weird colloquialisms. They're strange. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get as big of a laugh as I thought it would. I'm assuming, like, this is pretty typical of 2020. You know, all this virtual work when you're in a meeting and it's a big meeting. There's like 50. 15 or 20 people and everybody's on mute you tell a joke i just assume everybody laughs on mute just like i assume everybody's laughing at the podcast all the time (laughs) i um we (laughs) right i just i have paid as part of the podcast editing i've paid for a laugh track and that i just i listen to before i go to bed after we record (laughs) yeah um like Um, a serial killer anyways (laughs) look december is over what a blast that was. Um, I, I had a lot of fun doing it with you, Tuck. I kind of hope our too. listeners had fun. It's eh, it's our podcast, whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> 50-50. I do it mostly for me and a little bit for them. Yeah, I, I you know what? If they did have fun, they can let us know on, um, on Instagram and Twitter, Tuck and Rolls. Yeah, reach out to us. Let us know if you liked December, but also let us know going into 2021, uh, if you've got any big fun ideas, you know, shoot them at us. If you like that yeah. style of episode or if you prefer a regular style of episode or if you don't like the podcast at all, but you feel obligated because you're our friend. They don't hate nobody's. So, uh, yeah, if you want to send some aid our way, we'll take that. The um, what I was going to say was December was a blast. But you know what kind of blast it was? Is this another catchphrase? No, 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 no. It was a it was a. It was a disproportionate for the explosion that was used blast. Mm, Yes, That's what kind of of blast it was. 2021, you know what Tuck and Rolls needs to take us to the next level? Helicopter. That's the way to do (laughs) it. You know, all those those diehards taught me one thing is you need a helicopter or an elevator. Uh, One might be easier to get. We should record one episode in an elevator. What do you think? Okay, I don't know. I'm getting ahead I would, of myself. I would be down. There you go. 2021. We're going to record in an elevator and a helicopter, and you guys let us know which one's Look, better. Look, we have, we have all of 2021 to figure out, I guess, what we're going to do with this dumb podcast next. But um, it's the end of the year. Um, 2020 is over. Um, it was, by all means, a completely horrible year. It was something. It yeah. was something. Um, it was something. God, have you seen, like, the list of things that, like, happened in 2021? You're like, Australian wildfires, or 2020, and you're like, Jesus, that was all, like, that was all this year. Fuck. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty crazy to think that it's only been a year. It feels like we've, but you know what, uh, Netflix did a, they did a big, um, 
comedy special in 2020. The guys from Black Mirror did it. Have you seen it yet? The Black Mirror guys did a comedy special? Is it weird? I haven't seen it yet, but I was watching the tra- the trailer for it, and it looks awesome. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. I'm probably going to watch it tonight. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Christina Milati's in it. A few guys that have done, yeah, Hugh Grant's in it in a weird costume, so that's always fun. Hmm. Um, but yeah, did you, uh, so we're not going to dwell on 2020, because it's a negative negative energy. Well, we are going to dwell on 2020. Yeah, we probably are. We I mean, are the whole, whole point episode. of what we talked yeah. about, what we were going to discuss was dwelling on 2020. But in no, a okay. positive note, our favorite not gonna, movies yeah. from 2020. We're not going to def- we're not going to dwell on the negative parts of 2020. We're going to dwell on the positives from 2020 because there is uh, there's always um, love in a hopeless place, as our girl Riri said. So, um, wow, did you watch anything this week, right? Are you? No, I haven't watched anything new. Oh, you know what? That's a lie. I watched Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, give us a five-second review because it's a new movie, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, it was fine. It wasn't as good as the first Wonder Woman. Uh, fan of the show, Super Chris, hated it. Hated it. Hated I didn't it. hate it. I didn't yeah. love it. Um, I would say it's better than some of the DC movies, but not as good as the original Wonder Woman. And honestly, you know I've got a soft spot in my heart for Suicide Squad for some reason. Yeah. So weird. It did a lot of things right, but also a lot of things wrong. So, you know. What, uh, better than Aquaman? No. Aquaman okay. is still the best DC movie, and it really has no right to be. Like, on paper, Aquaman is so fucking stupid, but man, it just works so well. I love that part of the boys because, like, they just make the Aquaman character so useless. The deep. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah the deep. It's very funny. He, um,. Because, yeah, by all rights, like, Jason Momoa is way too cool to be playing Aquaman. He's cool I think that's what they were going for. Um, did you watch anything this week, Tuck? I did. I watched uh, season one of Hunters on Amazon. Right. The one uh, where they are hunting Nazis. Is that correct? Correct. It's a group of Jewish um, Nazi hunters in New York in 1977. It's got, it's Jordan Peele executive produced it. So it's got a bit of that. It's got a bit of a comic book vibe, though it's not based on a comic book. Like, it's based on real people but these aren't real people these are kind of characters of these people and like um it goes i liked it i i liked it but it wasn't my favorite i'll say that like i'm gonna watch season two i'll put it that way there you go that's it yes. that's a good enough review if you're gonna watch another season yeah like it it uh it kept me interested because that whole the whole um history of uh, like world war Two history always fascinates me and then what happened afterwards and it kind of bleeds into cold war talks about vietnam like that stuff's all very interesting like just geopolitical stuff so it it took a lot of that an interesting take on a lot of it uh, it had some emotional moments i might have been tired but definitely led to uh some tears like obviously there's like flashback scenes of the holocaust so it's just like holy shit this is some pretty rough stuff i imagine oh yeah. yeah and it's it's difficult to make a dark comedy with that as as an integral part of your story I yeah think i gotta okay imagine holocaust comedy is a tough pitch in the room no, it's not. And they don't and they don't make any jokes about that side of things. They use that as they use those experiences as emotional triggers for character development, which I thought was good. So no, it was good. I um my buddy my buddy also liked it and he said, just don't fucking overanalyze it. So I didn't overanalyze it and I liked it. Um and That's then fair. Else... Hey, you know, speaking of Amazon quickly, um do you watch the expanse on Amazon? No, but I was going to start. You got to watch The Expanse. They're in season five now. They've given us about three or four episodes. I just watched the newest one this week. They dropped, I think, three, and then they're releasing one per week then on. So they give you a couple to get you into the new season, Bingen, but then you got to wait for the new ones. Uh, Great show. One of the best sci-fi shows I think I've ever seen. 
a really good job of balancing sci-fi with political. Like it's uh, it's very good. So Pascal Casey also recommended that I think. Um, I did finish season two of The Boys too. It's awesome. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah. Love it. Real Nazi themed weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, but um, yeah. So that's what I watched, and then uh, I didn't play any video games. Just uh, relaxed between Christmas and New Year. Sounds good. Uh, okay, you want to reflect on the positive parts of twenty twenty? Let's get into it. Let's dig deep into the memory banks, which is difficult for me, and I actually had to spend a lot of time and think about what movies actually came out this year. And to yeah. be honest, it was a bad year for movies. It was not I, good. I found some really good ones that I liked. I did have to, but it was tough because, like, you get a lot of these movies. Um, so I watched Kodachrome this year, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis, right? Yeah, it was a family drama. I watched it after Hillbilly Elegy, which actually came out this year, and I liked that one better. Um, you liked Kodachrome, Kodachrome better. Correct. I liked Kodachrome better. Sorry, that was grammar's tough in 2021. But, Just making sure. Um, but, yeah, it, it came out in 2018. So it's not really, but I watched it in 2020. So Doesn't with, count. With all these streaming services, it's quite difficult because sometimes they just come to Netflix in 2020, but it's been out on Sundance and people, it's like people that were like, oh, I like the Beatles before they were big or whatever. Uh, I, I, I had that know. band's first I album. I think it's fair to say, okay, well, this was released, this was first shown at a film festival in one year, but then it was picked up and distributed in 2020. 2020 is when it was actually released because the film festival release doesn't really count because that's them trying to get somebody to buy the movie and actually distribute it well i guess but what if it had a limited run in theaters that that's be different released. limited run in theaters is is released yeah so that's what i think happened and then netflix just picks up all these movies yeah that that's it well sometimes um like a movie will be shown like for instance palm springs one of my top contenders mm-hmm. palm springs was shown at a film festival they just showed it the once the screening and they showed it to people who they said now we would like you to buy this movie so that you could then pay to distribute it because we're confident that if you do that, you will earn money. And then they, um, they, it was actually bought by Hulu who then released it. Yeah, so I just stuck to movies. I Googled movies that were made in 2020. It's slim pickings, eh? Well, yeah, and I've seen some pretty good ones. Like, but. Um, kind of what I thought we should do is maybe give like our top contenders and sure. then cap it off with like what's what's the one. So I already mentioned Palm Springs. Listeners have heard me talk about it before. It is fun. It's a fun movie. It makes me feel nice. It's got a good vibe. It's very funny and it's a cool idea. It's a, it's a well it's a well written idea where they they take it and they spin it a little bit. I really highly recommend it. I can't imagine anybody watching that movie and not liking it. Maybe I, Corey. Well, he did watch it and he said that he was distracted by the female leads vulgar language <laughs> what is but, he a um, fucking mormon oh my yeah, god no but uh the i will say this do not watch the trailer if no, you want to enjoy the this movie, movie better don't yeah don't watch the trailer for this movie just watch the movie it'll be better um okay what's your other top contender you don't have one but you're not gonna go back and oh, forth you want to go back you want to go, yeah, go back and forth let's get what the kids are calling a dialogue going okay i had a few i'll start off with tenet because I um, it came out in 2020. It's Christopher Nolan. It was a, as Scott put it, because I watched this actually with past guest Scott in the theater. It's the only movie I saw in 2020 in the theater. Um, it was a film that made a complex story just to show a cool way of making a film. But the, the complexity of the story doesn't take away from it. Like, if you really think about how complex the story is, your mind just goes in a bottle. It's mind-bottling. But... Um, if you just appreciate it for 
an okay story, suspend disbelief a bit, and just enjoy it for how cool the filmmaking was, this was an awesome movie. Look, I love Christopher Nolan. You know I've gone to bat for him before on this podcast as my favorite director. I think he's the best director. And Tenet, I watched when they released it. um, I didn't watch it in a theater. I watched it at home. Uh, I liked it. It's a good movie. It was on my list because it has to be because Tenet to me was like, what if the best carpenter in the world built you the best house? Like, built perfectly. Everything's just squared perfectly and fit together perfectly. You know, like, the construction was literally flawless. But also, it was kind of ugly, and you just didn't really like it. You know, like, you would be like, you would appreciate the house. You would you would appreciate how well-built it was. You would enjoy using the house. But then, when you looked at it, you would be like, eh. And that's how I felt about Tenet, is like... Okay. I guess how I how I would put it is like, I haven't really thought about it since I watched it. I watched it. I thought about it while I was watching it. My beautiful wife, Charlotte, and I had a little bit of a chat about it after. And then it's just gone. So to me, it just had no impact on me. And, oh. and that, it, you know, I, to me, that made it kind of lackluster. I can't wait to watch it again. It was like, I felt the same, uh, similar feeling after Inception. I can't wait to watch this movie again. Yeah, see, Inception really did that for me. Yeah, Tenet, uh, Tenet didn't do it as much, but it was close. Like, it was really close. And I, I am excited. I bought, I got this movie on DVD, digital, and Blu-ray, because it comes in a three-pack at Costco. Wonderful. Costco. So, well, it's important in the industry, right? Um, no, I love Costco. That was not sarcastic. No, no, Costco's amazing. I dropped a big, I, I, had, I hit up Costco yesterday. I dropped a three three fifty. That's a big Costco oh. trip for me. Yeah, like. Every time I leave Costco, I'm like, oh, I just got to get a couple of things. It's like, wow, here's 250 bucks. It's like, fuck. I'm pretty good. I make a list and I usually only buy what's on the list, but it was just a big list this week. You're organized like that. I'm not. Um, My next movie that I I think is in in contention for the number one. Is that how you say it? You're not going to let me, you're not going to let me keep going on Costco. No, I will say that Palm Springs was also on my list. So there you go. What's, what's your next one? Uh, I, I gave it a five-second review a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to give it a little more time because I have thought about it since then. The Sound of Metal with Riz mm-hmm. Ahmed. He's a he's a heavy metal uh, or punk metal, they said. And I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what that is. He's a drummer, and the music is loud. Uh, and he goes deaf. And it's, uh, it's really a movie just mostly about him and his character and dealing with this. And um, it was just really good. Um, extremely good performances. Uh, a really kind of eye-opening look at the deaf community if if you haven't had any sort of interactions w- with that like for me i learned a lot of things and it was really interesting to watch and also it was just like it's just a well-made movie with a lot of great performances i really highly recommend it i'm gonna watch this first movie in 2021 i'm gonna watch i don't think you're gonna regret it i think you'll like it no i really like um and the, there's a difference in punk and heavy metal heavy metal is a lot more a lot more distortion in the guitar, whereas well, punk's a lot more I know, I know, like I know punk. I know what punk is, but this said it was punk metal, hyphenated, and I don't know mm. what that means. That would be just, oh, good point. I don't know what that is either. We're going to have to have... Listeners, of, hit uh, us up on Twitter if you know yeah, what punk metal is. Give us a punk metal band, Walker, talking to you. Yeah, yeah, we're talking to you, Walker. Yeah, we're talking to you, Walker. Maybe Spurly. Um, <laughs> yeah, he also listens. My other top contender, and you probably haven't seen this one, though, so this is going to be tough. Pixar's Onward. Oh, I saw it. It's on the list. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Like it, it, um, it hit all the right places. It was a great Pixar. It was a great movie for, um, it was a great animated movie. It was a great Pixar movie. Like it's up there with Toy Story and stuff like that. Some really quality nerd shit too, with all the D and D stuff. I really Hilarious. enjoyed that. 
really touching, really touching ending. Like, you know, you know, you gotta text your dad after that one, but, uh, yeah, that was on my list onward. Hard to go wrong with those, uh, those Disney Pixar. That was Pixar, right? Yep. Yeah. They just really know what they're doing. I think that they have got a team who is good at what they do and also good at choosing, okay, this is the project we're going to do and we're going to put our effort into it. We're not just going to like churn them out. We're going to, yeah. we're going to do something we want to make and we're all going to try hard on it. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know them, but I just, uh, you know, I see consistent quality from them. And uh, that one really was was touching. Plus, I really liked all the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. There's, I actually really appreciated that stuff, too. There's very few bad Pixar movies. Disney Animation does a lot of those. Um, like Disney Animation did Frozen. So they're starting to get better at it, but, but they're not. Uh, Pixar is definitely just higher quality. Another one on my list. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I think it was a past crispy gem for me, maybe when we first started the podcast. This might be one of the lost episodes, Lost to the Sands of Time. Uh, the Invisible Man. Oh, with uh, the Peggy from Mad Men. Uh, yes. Uh, Kate Moss? No. Yeah. No, that's the supermodel. Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Elizabeth yes. Moss. Correct. Yeah. Uh, this movie slaps. It. I, I went into it because I had seen the trailer and I was like, man, I just give it all away in the trailer. But then I watched the movie and I still was blown away. Like, don't watch the trailer if you, you know, but... I've seen the trailer. Is it scary? It's it's kind of scary. Uh, but better than that is like, man, psych- this, the psychological terror in this, like not on you, but the, the, the way that the, the, this woman is like losing her mind. So good. Next level. And, you know, spoiler, there is an invisible man and the, the director, Leigh Wannell, like uh, the... The, the cinematography and the shots and the way that he chose to utilize having an invisible character, fucking next level. So good. There's a couple shots from that movie that I think maybe are my favorite shots of all time. Just like how cool of an idea he had and how perfectly he he um, crafted it with having, you know, an invisible dude. Uh, that's a really good recommendation. I'm yeah, highly list. recommend it. That's it's why it's high on the so list. I think you can watch that. Uh, okay, my next one. Um, I want to say Bad Boys for Life, but I know you're going to roast me for that. Bad Boys for Life is the only movie I saw in theaters in 2020, and that makes me sad because that movie sucks. Uh, I got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, if you believe that. I critic or audience? That. That's the audience, audience. score. For, for sure. sure. I always go by audience. The critic score on that, I'm, I'm sure, is 40. Okay, I got another one. It's uh, Old Guard, Charlie Theron. Yeah, a lot of fun. I don't, yeah, it, it's great. Not on my list. Not that good for me, but fun. No, I loved the action scenes. It had a lot of uh, practical effects. It had great fight scenes with Charlize Theron. Uh, it set up for a, a good franchise. It's a neat concept. All the above. Like, yeah, it was a group of Highlanders fighting bad guys. So, there you go. Fuck. I, there, there's rumors that they're going to do a Highlander remake. And I'm both excited and scared. Because, obviously, I don't want them to make a bad movie. And uh, Highlander is a movie that... It, it, it's not a great movie, but it's got a lot of character. It's like, it is its own movie. And too go. many action movies these days are just like very, very kind of run of the mill, cut cut by paint by numbers. Yeah. And I don't want that for a Highlander. I want if they're gonna remake it, at least make it and give it some like character, you know. Oh, that's what else I watched. I did watch the because speaking of remakes with character, um, I rewatched Casino Royale, and that's a remake with character. Like that is a taking a franchise everybody knows, everybody's expecting something. You have elements of. So, yeah, if they can do something like that with Highlander, I'd be down with that. You know, Bond is tricky because I feel like every time they have a new Bond, there's a bunch of Bond fans that are like, we hate the new Bond no matter what. 
And then a bunch of people are like, no, it's good. And then like, they just repeat the cycle every 20 years. Uh, I think there's a lot of, and we can actually have, I'd like to do a James Bond episode cause I'm sure. probably trying to rewatch all of them, but there's a lot of consistency with a bunch of them. And then Daniel Craig just kind of broke the mold. Like Pierce Brosnan kind of broke the mold as well in a different way. And then Daniel Craig took it back to its roots. But yeah, we'll get into that in a different episode. Tuck, why don't you, why don't you give me your favorite, favorite thing in 2020? What was it? What, what did it for you? What stole your heart? My absolute favorite one. It was. Do you not yeah. know, or was it a tough decision? It was a tough decision. Like just cause there wasn't much there. Like I think, um, I want to say Palm Springs, but Hamilton, actually I'm going to do that. Hamilton was my favorite. The great music. Hamilton, the musical. Hamilton, the musical. Yep. That was it. That was what I'm taking. Tuck, you know, I appreciate you. I love doing this podcast with you. You're a good no, friend. That's and a I like this dialogue, but that is a fucking bad take, my no, guy. No, because that didn't come out in 2020. No, so no, I'm not, no, that's not nope, why. I'm not, it's just I'm not that it. good. I'm repeating it. I'm not. I'm, I'm Look, you stick repe- with Hamilton, repealing? and no, you're going to hear about it from the listeners. Not my fault. Do you want to know what my favorite was? Sure. Borat 2. Yeah, I've heard good things, but I still yeah. just haven't watched it. Not my thing. It was, but... it was very, no, fair enough. And I was hesitant to watch it. I thought they did a really good job. Like, because the first Borat, I was like, oh, this is so awkward. This is, but they do, this one was just really well done. Like, I think Sasha Baron Cohen nailed it. So Borat. I've heard nothing but good things about but that's the, not my favorite. the young lady that plays. Do you not understand what we're doing here? I know, but I think Tenet was my favorite. Like, Tenet was my favorite of the year. I, I what do you, do you, are you waiting for me to tell you what your favorite is? Yeah, no, I'm waiting for you. Cause I thought we were doing top contenders and then I just was going to pick one. Like Borat 2 is in my top contender and my favorite one is Tenet. I'm so confused. <sighs> I know. Sorry. This really fucked this up. Um, is there any way you can fix this? Fix uh, this in editing? I mean, a new co-host might do it. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. No, my favorite My favorite film of 2021, 2020. Was, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Jesus. We're starting the year strong. <laughs> my favorite film of 2020 was Tenet. Okay, that's great. That's a solid answer. I cannot argue with that. Guy knows how to make a movie, you know? I also, yeah. As noted previously in the ramblings, I appreciated Borat 2 and Hamilton. Okay. Now, I got to throw a curveball at you. And and I don't know how else to say it other than when I when I think about movies, and one of the reasons why Tenant was in my high up but not couldn't clench the deal is because I don't think about it. I was just like, whatever. Like okay. for me, it's it. What what impacted me? What what made me emotional while I watched it? What engaged me the most? And what take do a I guess? What you can? What do you? What did you pick? Uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven. No. Damn it. Not on my list. It was fine. Oh, it was okay. <laughs> this is this is a a property from last year that I constantly think about. Constantly, like okay. once 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 a week, I think about this and. You know, uh, just the other just the other day, I heard through another clip on YouTube or something, somebody referenced it and played a bit of a song from it. And, you know, when you're about to cry and you get like the frog in your throat or whatever, like that is the emotional reaction that I had months later, months. Okay. And this is not a movie. It's a video game. The Last of Us Part Two, which I haven't played since June. I actually had a friend, uh, I had a friend just buy it, and she was like, is it good? I said, well, it's going to make you cry, apparently. Now, like, 
I wasn't coming into this being like, well, I'm going to be controversial and pick a video game as my favorite movie. I get that the point is to pick movies, and that's why I definitely brought a lot of good movies. And any of those movies that Tuck and I discussed, I feel like our listeners can can watch and enjoy. But I wanted to be really honest and, and say this, this piece of entertainment engaged me so fully that months later... I still feel like it is it has got an effect on me emotionally as if I truly went through this experience, which I know sounds a bit hyperbolic, but no. it's the truth. Um, I could see that because you're a little bit more immersed. But if we were doing favorite entertainment of 2020, if that was the whole point of this, I would have picked Ted Lasso. That was my favorite thing about 2020. Well, yeah, from hey, like a lot that's of family fair. stuff. And you know what? This is, I think, maybe the best year to get Ted Lasso. I think people needed Ted Lasso this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Ted Lasso was awesome. And everybody that's like, like when I was talking about Hunters with somebody, I was like, oh, it's, it's okay. Like, it's not great. I'm going to watch the second season, but like, it's not, I'm not recommending it outright. If anybody asks me what show would you watch right now, I say Ted Lasso. Like anytime. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Like that's, it's worth get. It's worth the price of admission on Apple TV. But, it just um, makes you feel nice. It's awesome. Those were 2020. Like, I only watched maybe 10 movies. Like, Onward, Bad Boys for Life, Gentlemen, 2020 movies. Yeah, well, there wasn't a lot Trolls, to watch. Trolls World Tour. That was also fantastic. I skipped that one, oddly. Yeah, I know. Weird. Not a music guy, though, so that makes sense. Tenant, Trials, Chicago 7, Palm Springs, Old Guard, Happy Season, Borat, Hamilton. That's all I watched. So, Yeah, you know. there you go. When are you going to play The Last of Us Part 2? When the PS6 comes out, probably. Like, <laughs> then I'll buy a PS4, because that's my hey, rate for of our, video For game. our listeners, if you do have a playstation and you do play video games but you're not going to put in 70 hours to cyberpunk like i did because i'm a maniac you could conservatively you could get through the whole campaign of the last of us 2 and get all the story in probably 25 hours it's it's a zombie one isn't it uh they're actually they're they're zombie-esque but it's actually a weird fungal infection that turns them into like these weird kind of walking mushroom people is it kind of scary Oh, it's yeah. There's parts of it that are fucking terrifying. Never gonna play that game, Ryan. Like, yeah, I well, know. I know you weren't. Yeah. Okay, that was 2020. Just like 2020, Tuck's wrap up of the favorite was dog shit. So there you go. <laughs> but that's okay because you can totally redeem yourself in our next segment, our favorite segment, the critic. All right, Ryan. Welcome back to the pod for the fourth time. Uh, our pal Corey, also known as the critic. What's going on, Corey? No, not much. Just you know, coming off the Christmas break, gave me a chance here to actually watch these movies you assigned to me. So that was a big win or lost, based on my review. You're going to hear soon. Now, I I heard that for a little bit you contemplated just tossing our assignment out the door and just watching Home Alone four times instead. You know, I'm actually not the I'm not the hugest Home Alone guy. Oh, if if I were to go, like why? I like the traditional, like the the Grinch, the Rudolph, the Frosty over Home Alone. We did watch both of them with the boys, and they love watching the bad guys get beaten up. The old wet bandits. Um, a paint a can to the face guy. would, like, completely oh, yeah. fuck you up. You'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. toast. <laughs> like, that's the thing that's missed in those movies is, like, how fucked up the wet bandits Severely would be. Severely like, injured. They'd fall like, from like, off roofs. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure they would have what I would call a double concussion. <laughs> so, like, Macaulay Culkin now... Looks like what Kevin McAllister would look like after he got arrested, sent to jail, and then he gets out of jail. That's Macaulay Culkin now. Because that's how fucked up those guys were. Like, they should have been arrested for assault. But I guess it is America. It's probably some stand-your-ground law. So, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> thank you, for Corey, for taking this seriously. 
And you did watch a couple of movies. If memory recalls, and by memory I mean a text thread, um, I gave you Green Mile, and Tuck gave you, I forget. Gladiator. So I I gave Gladiator first because I thought that was, because I lost. So we'll recap quickly. So Corey's watched. Watched. Corey's watched. Hey, uh, congratulations, buddy. It's a big day. (laughs) Mazel tov. Garth finally got pubes. Um, Corey's watched The Prestige and The Padded, and he liked The Prestige better than The Padded. Oh, magic sweet, right? That, that was, was, that was uh, always so a win. You, Point for Ryan. Yeah, I, I did forget about Corey and Magic. So Corey's, so you're up one nothing right now, so we went head-to-head this time. I gave him uh, Gladiator, and I had first pick. And you went Green Mile, and I immediately knew I was fucked. Anyway, you're Corey, so fucked. There's no way what, he likes yeah, Gladiator. There's no the way. There's, yeah. You're forgetting. I also watched The Big Chill, my Kevin Costner top three pick. Oh, I forgot how that worked its yeah. way in there. That was a weird one, yeah. The classic from 1983. And don't worry, I watched all three. I got them all in. Man, I'm going to be sad if I lost to The Big Chill. Well, that's, tuck, that's uh, Phil and Laurie's first date movie. So I'm not mad about the fact that he watched it. It's a piece of Tuck history. So there. I'm going to go in, The Big Chill. I don't probably exist. I'm going to go in order of the, the, how I watched them. So the first movie Makes I sense. chose to watch was The Green Mile. Now, I went into this movie okay. for some reason thinking it was a true story. Definitely not the case. <laughs> My bad. No. Positives right off the bat with this movie. Tom Hanks could play any role and I would like him. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen Tom Hanks do anything bad. He's America's dad. Everybody loves yeah, him. Yeah, he's just, he's just a treat to He's a delight. And then finding out that his wife was Bonnie Hunt. I don't know. She just for some reason like makes you feel safe, makes you feel happy. I don't know if it's the fact she had 12 kids on tour by the <laughs> dozen or what, but... <laughs> you got tom hanks check you got bonnie hunt check i was good i was hooked and i thought it was true still to this point so i'm like well, okay yeah this is really good then what started to get me a little bit you know the mouse coming in and all right clearly this mouse is going to have some sort of role in this movie there's some deeper meaning but this criminal is hooked on it but okay whatever i'll get past this for this is probably not true but it had to have happened i guess because it's a true movie <laughs> and I'm watching, and Melissa sits down for a little so bit with funny me. That you... And she's watching. Did you tell Melissa it was a true story? Did she know that you thought this was no? A real she'd story? seen the movie. She had no idea. I thought it was true. <laughs> so I'm watching. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty interesting, right? Like, I'm honestly, I'm really involved. And then he started sucking in demons and spitting out gnats, and I was lost. I was done. It honestly, really. Really? I hated that part. I hated it. I hated the angle of it. I didn't enjoy that. That was too much for me. And it was like it took away. Did that now? So is that does that mean it ruins the whole movie for you or just that part of the movie you didn't like? Or were you just off that by then? Well, then it, it took away the fact that it clearly was no longer a true story. I picked that up real quick. Obviously. And then I didn't. I just didn't like that angle that was played. And I was so interested in, did he kill the girls? Did he not kill the girls? How did that work? But I just, every time he was taken in the evil and he was curing the one, uh, the one wife's, you know, cancer or whatever she had, right? The fact she was, he was going through doing that stuff was good, but I lost any emotional connection I had with the movie once there was all of the demon taking in and stuff. I just couldn't do it. Okay. All right. And so, like everyone said, you're gonna get emotional at the, you're gonna get emotional at the end. You're gonna. Cry. I had no emotion whatsoever at the end of this movie, and I cried. Wow. Boys, I cried twice in Mighty Ducks this weekend watching it. <laughs> the like, first one. When when Conway Triple Deekson scores, come on! How are you not tearing up? Oh yeah, that's a proud dad. It's a proud dad moment right there. I was <laughs> yeah. 
like you know, yeah, it's my it's my boy. But I didn't I didn't right? cry in Green Mile. Yeah. So that was Green Mile. Okay. Didn't love it. Wouldn't watch it again. Next up comes next right. up comes Gl- Can't win them all. Next up comes Gladiator. And Tuck it flat out sucked. Yeah. It was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Gladiator's boring as hell, Tuck. It, like it's a well made yeah. movie. There's redeeming I, qualities, but it is As soon boring. as I said it, I was like, I forget about the middle part when they get into all the politics and stuff. I'm like, oh, well no, I know what I hate it. Right off the because I usually fall asleep right when right when he goes, you're not entertained. And even off the start, that like 10-minute opening fight scene, I have no interest in watching people getting stabbed repeatedly and this going off. So for me, I was like... That's one of the best opening scenes in a movie. It lost me. Mm, disagree. I did not like it at all. Oh. It's fine. You, I don't, Tuck, I don't know why you think Gladiator is so good. It's fine. I love that opening scene. And, like, I love and it. And then you get past that like, scene. The German guy comes in and he goes, I'm Fiedersicht. And you meet Walking Phoenix, who might be, has the most soft and like super, like it's the horrible vibe about him, which I think is what they were going for. And he nailed it. Yeah, he yeah. he's like yeah. trying to be creepy, and he is yeah. good. Yeah. So at it. what was the real? What he's was the situation with his sister? With his sister? Were they the thing? Were they not a thing? Did he like his sister? Uh, his sister doesn't want it to be a thing, but he wants it to be a thing, and he kind of controls everything. He's very powerful, so you know. Yeah. So that what are you gonna do? That part wasn't great. It was just so gruesome and violent. Heads getting chopped off, which I don't love that in a movie. And then every time I was looking at Russell Crowe, I was thinking, you know, I wish I was just watching The Nice Guys or Mystery Alaska. Because those movies make me happy. God, The Nice Guys is so fucking good. I've never seen The Nice Guys. Oh, you got to watch The Nice Guys. Shane Black knows how to make a movie. Way better than this movie. Way better. 100%. And then the only thing, the question I had for you guys with this movie, like there's that, he says, are you not entertained, Russell Crowe? What else? Is there another movie that like plays off that or something else? Because I'd heard that. Uh, I think if a lot, I'm sure that for the 15 years after Gladiator was made, there was a good amount of comedy movies where somebody would yell that mocking Gladiator, for sure. Okay, I was going to say, because yeah. I thought I had like heard that before, that. but I'd never seen the movie. Definitely you have. Yeah, you have. Well, now you know. Now you get the joke. Okay, so this this bodes pretty poorly um, for us, if I'm being honest. Did, how was the, the big, big chill? chill? Is yeah. that the winner? <laughs> Because that makes here's me sad. Here's the thing with the of. big chill. First off, there's a few, well. Here's the here's the best story. So I picked to watch this movie because it's my Kevin Costner top three, right? He's in the credits, Kevin Costner. You turn out, I go to read a little bit about the movie beforehand. He plays the role of Alex, who is the funeral they go to attend all the friends, and they actually cut out the scene. <laughs> they cut out the scene he was in. So Kevin Costner does not appear in this movie. Okay, what? Well, that's very funny. <laughs> my, Ke- my Kevin Costner <laughs> top three movie. Kevin Costner's not actually in. Turns out. <laughs> and he, he, his agent got him in the credits still. He still gets, he got paid. He got the SAG day rate. But the movie ends up just being... So he's the dead guy? He's the dead guy, yeah. But so all these college friends go back for his funeral and they just end up hanging out in this house crushing drinks and smoking weed and having a good time. And all that made me think was, Damn during it. this pandemic, you know what I'd love to be doing right now? Hanging out with my friends, just drinking beers at a house, having a great time. Yeah, that would be a delight. Yeah. I did like that connection part to the movie. And then the thing that really put the movie over the top was their soundtrack was phenomenal. Every song was a banger the entire time. Okay, so the big chill definitely won. won. It wasn't even close. Yeah, 100%. It wasn't even close. Okay, fuck. All right, well, I mean, look, I might not have won. You beat Tuck, though. But neither did Tuck, and I'm going to consider that a victory. You crushed Tuck. Like, I would I think you got a second place, yeah. So we're not... Okay, Tuck, wow. I'm going to give you, because you are, um, how do I say this politely? You're really bad at this, so I'm going to give you first pick for next week's suggestion, our next critic segment. 
you gave me first pick last time. Well, I, I feel I bad for you because you're bad at this. Okay, like I was looking at this, and it's so good. Okay, I got a good one though. This one's gonna be. I think Corey's gonna like this. Have you seen American History X? No, Corey? I have not. That's your pick. That's what I'm okay. gonna give you. Um, Corey, just yeah. off the top of your head, you know, how do you feel about white supremacy? I'm not a fan of it. There how you do go. you feel okay. about should be an redemption film. stories? Love redemption, redemption stories, stories and all. Think of think of I Gordon Bombay. Think do. of Gore Bombay, right? You like you like Ed Norton? I do like Ed Norton. There I know you, you go. do. That's why I picked it. So uh, you're up there. <laughs> I thought about this one for a while, and there's a lot of movies on this list where it's like I love this movie, but I don't think he'll like it. And I've been playing it mostly based on trying to game the system, trying to pick not what I yeah. think is the best, but what. But then today I just I gave up, and I was like. I just wanted to watch this movie because I really like it, and I think it's really fun and heartwarming and a lot of and a lot of fun. Uh, Corey, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but I've had a, I had a student who I taught for three years in high school who told me, Mr. Mercer, you have to watch this movie. She told Honestly, me it every day in math class. I don't think you're going to like it, based on what I know about you, but this movie is a blast. And try to get past... I do like Chris favorite. Pratt, though. I, I can't tell you... I can't... You know, I can't tell you how to enjoy a movie... But I will say, just try to get past the sci-fi outside, because I know you're not a big sci-fi guy. And really, this this is a story about um, people and characters and relationships, and try it's just in a sci-fi bubble. Okay, stop selling Guardians of the Galaxy because this That's is fair. not on the fifty. It's not on the fifty best movies. What are you talking about? It's not on the list. It's on the list in the uh, in the oh, chat that I'm looking fuck, at. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> no, question, Ryan. Okay. The- is the movie appropriate for my for Milo to watch too? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about kids. You're asking yeah, the wrong guy. I think it's a it's a Marvel movie. I think it's PG thirteen. Have no we talked swearing. about how my dad would let me watch rated R Chuck Norris films from the Double K <laughs> video when I was a kid? I I don't know. So, has he seen any other superhero movies like Captain America or whatever? No, non cartoon, not, not live action. It's a live action. No, he's superhero only movie. watched cartoon. movies. So I think if he's seen like some of the, yeah, I think it'll be fine for Milo. Um, I gotta rewatch it again though. The soundtrack to this movie is oh, amazing. The soundtrack is the best. Yeah. Ooh, and that, that's a big plus for me too. I Good know. music makes a movie way better. Yeah. All this right. is two very different this is gonna be two very different sides of the coin here, because one of these movies is very heavy and one of them is very fun. So I'm interested to see what you pick. I like that pick, right? Damn it, I can't believe it's on the list. I'm <laughs> well the um, the writing on the list is very small. You gotta zoom in. Talk, yeah. have you done the old man thing where you've increased the font size on your phone so when you're texting no. you get like four words on the screen? <laughs> I actually keep my font smaller just to challenge my eyes and I think it's making them worse. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Um, okay, Corey, thank you very much for your honest review. I, I will reevaluate Gladiator. I still think it's an amazing movie, but um, yeah, your opinions are going to change change my opinion. So Can I slip in, can I slip in one crispy gem before oh, I go? Yeah, yes, can, please. Bud. Okay, it's not out yet. And most of your followers aren't probably going to watch it, but January 10th and 17th, Tiger Woods' documentary on Crave comes out. It's going to be it's good. It's going to be phenomenal. I will watch that for sure. I'm sure Charlotte, my beautiful wife Charlotte, will watch it. She loves a good documentary. Did you watch the Bob Probert thing on Amazon? No, Are I haven't. Are you asking me? Oh, him. No, right. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, there's a, the toughest guy on the ice or whatever. Oh, I got cool. it on my list. We can watch that together. Okay, thanks, boys. Um, okay, buddy. Have a good time. Take Merry easy, Christmas. Corey. Happy New Year. All right, Corey gave us a crispy gem. Ryan, you uh, you got any crispy gems to finish off our first episode of the new year? Yeah, you should watch my uh, favorite movie of this month, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You should you should watch it on your 
PS5, it will take you, I don't know, conservatively 50 to 70 hours. I haven't been watching a lot of movies, Doc. I did, I made a... No, that's fine. As we discussed earlier, I did make a list of some movies that I want to watch. Um, I'll get to them. Yeah, once you run out of game, you'll get to them in between patches of Cyberpunk. That's Tennis. correct, yes. So, um, what did I watch that was worth a rewatch? Um, I got nothing. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's been a busy month, you know. Don't worry about it. Crispy Gem. Yeah, I haven't done a Crispy Gem in a month. So watch Happiest Season. You recommend you. Uh, you said you watched. Yeah, it's that okay. Movie. It's pretty fun. Like, it was it's good a for a Christmas movie. Good. Yeah, decent Christmas vibes. Yeah, I think it's perfect around this holiday season. If you're still holding on to that, watch uh, Happiest Season on Amazon, where you get um, <laughs> Les Bella. Because I was talking to a friend about it. She's like. Kristen Stewart plays the exact same character in every movie. And I was like, yeah, kind of. So she's she's not Bella in this one. She's Les Bella. So that's what I'm going with. Anyway. Wow. Um, inappropriate. Why is that inappropriate? I did. <laughs> it's, yeah, it might be inappropriate. Sorry. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I mean, I think as a straight white man, you definitely get to decide. If if that is appropriate or not, you're the authority. You tell well, you tell the lesbians what's appropriate and what isn't. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> that was it was a pun. It's a bad pun. I won't. Uh, I'm still going to make him in 2021. I did like my favorite part of that movie was Daniel Levy. Yeah, he Dan Levy's a fucking fantastic. delight. He's a national treasure. Yeah, he is awesome. I uh, yeah, like I said earlier, I started watching. I watched two episodes of Shit's Creek. There you go. You heard it from from us. Your go to guys. I don't know. Play cyberpunk. Watch happiest season. Have a great twenty twenty one. We we got a lot in store for you. And uh, give Thanks. us your give us your feedback on our social media at Tuck and Rolls on Instagram at Tuck and Rolls on Twitter. And if they want to leave us a voicemail, talk. Anchor.fm slash tuck and roll. That's, That's right. T U C K N R O L L S. Give us your ideas and maybe we'll make a special episode this year based on those ideas. Twenty twenty one, year of tuck and rolls. Look, it's about so, time the the listeners started doing some work, you know? Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> I put in exactly an hour and a half into this week. I may have done nothing. Yeah. Um okay guys. Love you. And uh, big things this year. Bye.